body aches at bedtime, Sierra Sil is a natural mineral supplement that supports joint health, calms inflammation, and we're so sure it'll work for you as it has for me and my husband for over 10 years. It has a money-back guarantee. Go to sierrasil.com, S-I-E-R-R-A-S-I-L, and use the code DRIFT for 10% off. Hi there, I'm Erin Davis, and thank you for joining us for Catch My Drift, made possible by Envy Pillow, my sleeping beauty for over 20 years. The Canadian-designed copper-infused Envy Pillow aligns your spine and neck and prevents those lines that sleeping on our face brings. EnvyPillow.com. You know, people have talked about dreams for millennia back to the times of ancient Mesopotamia, Greece, Egypt, and Rome. Now, with the Internet, there are myriad ways to interpret and share dreams. And our guest, dream expert and soul coach, teacher and bereavement counselor, Patty Allen, is here to talk about the messages, the connections, and making sense of them as we talk dreams, A's to Z's. Once you remember those dreams... What do you do with that information? Do you go to a book? Do you go online? What do you do and what do you not do? Well, the not do list is quite short, so let me start there. You don't go and buy a dream dictionary. You don't look online, with the one exception. If you're really, really stuck and you don't have any idea what some symbol might mean for you, you could look it up, get some ideas, but don't take it as gospel truth. Every symbol is going to be unique to the dreamer. They won't have one size fits all. But there are commonalities, so it can give you ideas. But generally, don't buy a dream dictionary. You don't need it. One of the easiest things you could do is look at the elements in the dream and ask yourself as if you were an alien on a planet that never heard of, let's say you dreamt about that dog again. What is a dog? Why would someone have a dog? Basically, you want to draw out your associations to any given thing in the dream and see what hits you. That's a fascinating way of looking at it, as if you knew nothing about our lives or our symbols or our animals. But there are also symbol dictionaries, too, are there not? Those I actually love. They're usually called Encyclopedia of Symbols or something like that. These are developed by anthropologists very often. Um, And they will give you information about symbols that all cultures share. So those are very rich, and it will give you ideas that will trigger your own associations. But they will be telling you about a symbol and what it means for people in various cultures worldwide and various religions around the world and so on. And it it will prime the pump for the dreamer. In your decades of studies and talks with people about their dreams, what are the most common dream themes, Patty? There are quite a few, and um, some of them you may have had. The naked in public dreams, the bathroom dreams, teeth falling out dreams, being chased. In fact, a study was done of university students, and being chased is the number one thing they're dreaming about. But they're, they're all various levels of anxiety producing themes for the most part, but there are pleasant ones. But these themes are fascinating. You know, teeth falling out in the ancient world, 
a dream interpreter who would sit in the marketplace in ancient Greece and uh, people would pay him to interpret the dream for them. And he wrote about teeth falling out. And it's something that found its way into the Middle Ages and some of the dream books that were produced then and even today. Uh, But it means nothing to us now. So for instance, if you're losing your upper teeth, it was about somebody dying, usually the lord of the manor. The lower teeth were his servants. Most dreamers now, when they're dreaming about their teeth falling out, can be anything from worrying about their looks to the face they show the world to the aggression when they take a bite with those teeth. Um, So it's really fascinating how it can change culturally, but it's just so amazing to me that people are having these same common dreams. Now, for so many of us in the 21st century, our sleeping lives, like our waking ones, especially in the last year, have been overshadowed by tragedy or pandemic. In fact, there was a U of T study that tracked different themes people were coming up with, and the top reported emotions were anxiety and fear. I guess that's to be expected, Patty? Yeah. Uh, A book came out by Deidre Barrett. She's a Harvard researcher. And uh, that's what she found for sure. She put out a survey online. She got thousands of responses. People were dreaming about bugs, as in insects, but, you know, we call a virus, I've, you know, I've caught a bug. Mm -hmm. Um, They were dreaming about that. They're dreaming about invisible monsters, which is really interesting because with a microscopic virus, they are invisible monsters to us. So that's a perfect image for that. But all kinds of dreams, some dreams that question medical authority, dreams that are describing anxiety of various levels. Um, some people are dreaming, oh, I forgot my mask, kind of worries. I I had one of those dreams. I, I was at a publisher's with my husband, and there was a buffet. I guess we were about to sign a book deal. There was a buffet with food, and there was a man that was eating right off the buffet tray. And I yelled at him. I said, COVID! <laughs> uh, you know, like we're, we're all trying to adjust to a life that none of us ever imagined we'd have to adjust to. And so we're dreaming about it. I'm going to guess, I'm not an expert, I just talked to them on my podcast, <laughs> that you, before that buffet, it's like the whole world is laid out for you. It's everything you could possibly want. But it's the guy with COVID, in fact, the person is covid that is preventing you from achieving that full plate that you're looking for. Well, he could also be a part of me. Now, what part of me wants to jump in and devour all those goodies? <sighs> and what part of me is worried that this is too close and there are germs being spread? There's also a school of thought, Patty, and you've led me into this, that you are everyone in your dream. Do you subscribe to that? Yes, I do. Um Not only that, though. So for instance, if I dream about my boss, if I dream about my daughter, if I dream about anyone I know, or if I even dream about someone I don't know, then I would have to figure out, is the dream giving me information about those people? Or is the dream telling me about the traits those people have that I also share? It's called subjective or objective, and it can be both. It's not an either or. It could be telling me about a situation I might be in with someone, as well as getting me to recognize that those traits are mine, and how do I want to use that, what do I want to do with it, and so on. 
How important is it in your mind, Patty, for people to communicate and not be locked up by shame or fears of sounding narcissistic in sharing their dreams? How can this help connect us? Dreams have been used for thousands of years. You know, by used, I mean people talking about them and integrating them into their life. They can be thought of as communications with the gods. Now, maybe we don't believe that anymore, but somehow we sense it's something sacred. And even if a person isn't spiritual, but they think, how can I know myself? Or I'm really anxious about this, and I don't want to, I can't live this way. Well, you can for sure get help. Everyone needs help now and then with a professional therapist of some sort. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, we have this tool right there at our disposal every single morning. So how would I not want to know more about myself and how I work? But, you know, that's not all there is to dreaming, and it can connect us with our spirit. And, you know, so many people long for that, and it's right there. Speaking of connecting and with spirit, if you go on to Facebook and look at dream groups, you see three letters that come up, and you can explain these. P-S-I. What does that mean in dreaming? P-S-I is usually pronounced sigh. Okay. And sigh dreams are dreams that sort of take us out of the realm of our everyday selves into other realms. And not everyone believes this, but I've seen it, and I certainly do. We can meet deceased loved ones in our dreams, and they feel different. A regular dream feels sometimes a little airy, fairy, floaty, you know. It's ethereal. It's hard to grab a hold of. But these dreams that are called visitation dreams are usually more intense, very vibrant. It feels real, like that person is right in front of you. Uh, There are out-of-body dreams where we're traveling Probably our astral bodies are traveling. Um, We can access past lives in our dreams. And when it comes to information that we call precognitive dreaming, this is information that we have no way of knowing. And it later turns out to be true. So if you remember any of these dreams, write them down. You will want to remember them. I've had dreams where I've levitated. Definitely have had deceased loved ones show up. But it's not always when you want them to. Uh, When I run bereavement groups, one of the top five things people want is to meet their loved ones again. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't seem to happen on demand. In fact, there's kind of a spiritual principle that the more I want something to happen, the less likely it is to happen. (laughs) There's sort of a, a detaching that helps. So you're saying no matter how much we want to dream of or have a conversation with our departed loved one in our sleep, it's not like a Starbucks app. You can't just order it and have it that night. So, Patty, how do you use dreams in your soul coaching? What are dreams for then? So soul coaching is a 28-day program where we're decluttering our lives on every realm of body, mind, emotion, and spirit body means getting rid of everything in our physical realm. 
that doesn't work for us anymore. The mental realm is ideas that don't work for us, or maybe we're never even ours in the first place. Mm -hmm. Maybe there are mother's attitudes or societies. So we sort of clear the decks so that we can hear the voice of our soul. And although dreams was not originally worked into the material, I've added it because if I'm going to be talking and listening for my soul, what easier way than to channel it through my dreams? That's just one way of getting a message. So we work it in, and all four weeks are aligned with the elements. So we're also looking at the dreams in terms of the elements. Are you dreaming about water in Water Week? Are you dreaming about fire and or a symbol or an aspect of it? Um, so it just gives an added layer of um, meaning and another way for people to know themselves. I hope you've enjoyed getting to know yourself and Patty here on Catch My Drift. If you'd like to connect with her, just go to pattyallen.com, P-A-T-T-I-A-L-L-E-N.com. And remember, to help you take your mind off the day and listen to a sweet tale, join me for Sleep Stories tonight on Drift. Sweet dreams. I'm Erin Davis.